0: We're going to just do a quick review. First week in, in the teaching series on the life of Joseph, we talked about everybody needs a God-inspired dream. And we talked about that's a mental picture of where God wants you to go and what God wants you to do. The enemy wants you to have no dream at all, no vision at all. He wants you to, your world to just totally close in on you. And God's in the business of saying, no, I got a purpose for you. I got a plan for you. And so we need a God-inspired vision. We need a picture from God. It's, it's God's best for our life. Amen? Amen? And then the second thing we talked about is that uh, last week, we talked about uh, from the life of Joseph, we learned that we can get through our life's pits. You know, the pits of life are the dark times of d- discouragement, of despair. When you, have you ever been through a hard time? Have you ever wanted to say, man, my life feels like it's in the pits right now. Joseph found himself in the pits of life. You know, God gave him this great dream, but the next thing he knows, he's being thrown into this cistern in this pit. And it looks like all of his dreams are gone. And that's the way our life is sometimes. You know, we, we get encouraged, we get strengthened in our, in our walk with God. And then the next thing you know, one phone call, one event, we get thrown into the pit. Sometimes we get thrown in by other people like Joseph. Sometimes we get thrown in the pit by our own decisions and choices. And sometimes we get thrown in the pit of life through uncontrollable circumstances. Like whenever you get a bad medical report. Or one of your children just go off the cliff. You know, something like that. It's a circumstance that you're not in control of, but sends you into the pit. Are you all with me out there? And so today we're going to talk about the third lesson from the life of Joseph. And it's and and the, the third life in the in the life of Joseph is that I call it the favor factor. Come on, if we're going to do what God wants us to do, we need to tap into the favor factor. Amen. And so, you know, in Genesis chapter thirty seven, I believe that part of, as you study the life of Joseph, you could see a difference maker in the life of Joseph was the favor factor. In Genesis 37, 28, it says, Semitianites, traders, passed by. And so they pulled him up and lifted Joseph out of the pit. And they sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. Thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. So Joseph is rescued from the pit. That's good news. The bad news now, he sold to the Midianites as a slave for 20 shekels of silver. So in other words, Joseph goes from the pit to the pit. How many of you know, sometimes you can just go from bad to worse in life. You know, sometimes you have this dream and then all of a sudden, you have the death of your dream and God's got to resurrect your dream again. And so Joseph went... He has this vision of this great, this great thing that God wants to do in his life. He ends up in a pit. He's sold. He's, 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 uh, he's taken out of the pit and he's sold to the Ishmaelites. And then he's brought to Egypt. So Joseph is bought as a slave. But rather than Joseph's life being ruined because he's sold into slavery, we see something very different happen. The Bible tells us that Joseph continued to experience success and blessings in his life, even as a slave. The Bible says in Genesis thirty nine to the Lord was with Joseph. I love that the Lord was with Joseph. And he became a successful man. Joseph had God's favor on his life his grace on his life the lord was with joseph and he became a successful man how as a slave in egypt now that's not supposed to happen you're not supposed to be blessed and successful whenever you're sold into slavery but that's the kind of things that god does and listen joseph experienced prosperity in everything that he did the bible says I love this chapter. Genesis 39, 3 says, Now the master saw that the Lord was with him and how the Lord caused all that he did to prosper in his hand. That's a good verse, isn't it? All that he did prospered in his hand. You know, you heard of the Midas touch? Hey, come on. Joseph was blessed in everything that he did. And the blessings didn't stop with Joseph. They overflowed in his life. The Bible says in verse 5, Joseph found favor in his sight and he became his personal servant and he made him overseer over his house And, and, and all that he owned he put in his charge. And it came about that from the time he made him overseer in the house and over all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house. How? Why? On account of Joseph. Thus... The Lord's blessing was upon all that he owned in the house and in the field. Wow. Even the Egyptians household was blessed. Why? Because Joseph was in the house. The Egyptians house and his fields were blessed. Why? Because Joseph was in the house. The favor of God, the grace of God, the blessing of God was so strong in Joseph's life that people around him was blessed. Now, can I ask you, how many of you would like to be blessed in every circumstance and situation of your life? How many of you would like that all that you do be blessed? Now, of course, let me qualify that. All that you do that is pleasing in the eyes of God. Amen. And so how would you like people around you, everybody around you to get blessed because of the blessing of God on your life? You see, why was Joseph's life so blessed? I believe it's because the favor factor was working in his life. The Bible says in verse three, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight. Joseph had favor. Verse six says, and Joseph was a goodly person and he was well favored. Joseph was favored. Here's the life application. We can experience success and prosperity in life regardless of our circumstance. Regardless of our circumstance. When the divine favor of God is on our life. Amen. You're not going to find you're not going to be blessed in every circumstance without the favor of God. But with the favor of God, every circumstance of your life, God will send you a lifeline. God will smile on your life. He will bless your life. Y'all believe that this morning? Y'all believe this is a gospel truth this morning? Hey, listen, Joseph went from the pit to the palace because the favor of God was on him. So to reach our destiny, we need the favor of God working in our life. Amen? We need the favor factor working in our family, on our home. See, the favor of God, what is that? Well, it's the smile of God on your life. Come on. It's the smile of God. The favor of God is receiving preferential treatment. It's having the supernatural edge in life. It's doors opening up for you that shouldn't be open to you. It's doors closing that shouldn't be closing. Come on. It's you getting favor with people that don't even like you, yet they helping you. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about getting a parking place right up front at Walmart. I'm talking about getting in the fast lane on Ambassador Caffrey. Amen. I'm talking about God's smile on your life. That's the favor of God. The favor of God is like having a shield of blessings surrounding your life. The Bible says in Psalm 5 and 12, For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord, you surround him with favor as with a shield. Come on, the Lord can surround you with favor. The favor of God is like a shield a blessing around you. And so listen, Israel received favor. You remember whenever they were oppressed and the Lord decided he was going to deliver them and the Egyptians didn't want them to go. And they said, no, you're not going anywhere. And so finally they said, "Okay, you can just go a couple of miles out, but you got to leave your children and your stuff here. And they said, no, we want to bring our children and our stuff with us. And so all these plagues came. So finally, they got so convinced. They said, yes, please go. Remember that? Please hurry up and leave. But you know what? Not only did they leave and get out of the oppression of Egypt, they left with their pockets full. Amen? And listen, listen what it says, Exodus 12, 35. And the people of Israel did as Moses said, and asked the Egyptians for silver and gold, jewelry and for clothing. And the Lord gave the Israelites favor with the Egyptians so that they gave them whatever they wanted. And the Egyptians were practically stripped of everything they owned. Now, come on, how can that happen? Then your enemy pulls out all his money and says, here, you can have it all. How does that happen? The favor of God. It has nothing to do with us. It has to do with him. Amen. So listen, the Lord will give you favor too. Amen. You know, I heard this story about this guy and uh, he always won the salesman of the year in his company. He was always the salesman of the year and he'd get these trips like a trip to, you know, Hawaii, trip to Paris, you know, all these great trips, these cruises and all that. He got so many trips that he got tired of traveling and he started giving the trips away. And so his friend said, hey, John, man, I know you pretty well and you're not the silver tongue guy. You don't have all this great charisma. How is it that you win the salesman of the year every year? And he says, oh, well, you see, I believe my secret is me and my wife gather together and we hold hands and we pray for God's favor to be upon us every day. And he said, I would have to say the reason why I'm the salesman of the year is not because I'm a great salesman, because the favor of God is on my life. Come on. How many of you know that God can surround you with favor? He can shield you with favor. Amen. And people like you that you don't know why they like you. People will help you and you don't know why they're helping you. Because it's God's supernatural grace. He prayed for God's favor. God blessed him. We need the favor of God on our life. How many of you would you agree? I want the favor of God on my life. Anybody with me here? I want the favor of God. Come on. I want the smile of God on my life. How many of you want the smile of God? You know, when God smiles at you, that's a good thing. When he's frowning at you, that's not a good thing. Amen? When he gives you that scowl, that's not good. But when he smiles at you, that's a good thing. The favor of God is the smile of God. So how do you get the favor of God? Well, first of all, you need to begin to believe God for his divine favor in your life. you got to believe for it. Amen? Listen what Psalm 8 and 4 says. What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you care for him. You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned them with glory and honor. That's us, saints. That's the people of God. He created us, didn't he? And why is God even interested in us? I mean, you know, if we were God, it wouldn't be good, right? Thank God he's God and not us, right? But yet he crowns us, the Bible says, With glory and honor. Now the word honor means. Or can be translated favor. And favor means. To be assisted. To receive promotion. To experience special advantages. And preferential treatment. So in other words. God is saying. I want to make your life easier. I want to assist you. Promote you. Give you help. Give you an edge on life. That's what God is saying. But you know what the problem is? Many of us don't believe that God wants to do that. We don't believe. We have gotten this notion, this picture of who God is, is that God is a mean, ugly Grinch. That He hates people. Let me ask you would, would God give his son to die on the cross if he hated people? Where did we get that impression? Somewhere around us. But the Bible says. That the Lord wants to bless his children. Listen to Psalm 512. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround them with favor as with the shield. Hey, listen. Who blesses the righteous man? God does. God blesses the righteous man. Who surrounds us with favor? O Lord, you surround me with favor. The Lord does. Can I encourage you today? The Lord wants to bless your life. The Lord wants to favor your life. The problem is we don't believe it. We need to believe that God. Listen, how many of you parents in here want to help your children, want them to succeed, want them to prosper? You know, if you a parent worth your salt, you want your children to succeed. And and we have evil hearts. How much more does God in heaven, who's got a heart as big as the world, how much more would he want his children to be blessed? Amen. So we need to train ourselves to be favor minded. Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. You can never go beyond the barriers in your own mind. You know, I talked about it last week about the fleas in the jar. You know, you put fleas in a jar, you put the lid on it. The fleas bounce, hit their head on the, on the lid and, and you take the lid off after a while and the fleas won't leave the, leave the jar. They've been programmed in their mind to think this is as far as I can go. And as lost people, we've hit our head on the lid of life. And the Lord has taken the lid off already when Jesus died on the cross. We just need to reprogram ourselves. We can get out of the jar. Amen. Come on. We can get out. If you expect defeat and failure, you're going to experience defeat and failure. But you know what? If you expect God's blessing and favor, you're going to receive God's blessing and favor. Are you all with me? You get exactly what you want. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse 29, Jesus told the two blind men, he said to the two blind men, it shall be done to you according to your faith. What is faith? What you believe. What is faith? What you expect. What is faith? What you are confident in. Amen? What you believe is what you receive, Jesus said. He said, if you believe you can be healed of blindness, you can. We need to begin believing for and expecting God's divine favor in our life. Amen? Can y'all receive that this morning? Number two, to receive God's divine favor, we need to live in a manner worthy of favor. Live in a manner that God can favor. Remember remember that verse just a minute ago? For it is you who blesses the righteous man. It is you who blesses everybody? The righteous man. Does God bless and favor everybody equally? No. No. See, that's another message we need to receive because the enemy will make us think it matters not how we live our life. Just get that little fire insurance. Say, Jesus, forgive my sins. And you cool. You're all right. No, you're not. You need to live your life in a way that God will favor your life. Because why? Because he blesses the righteous. The Bible says, right, you know, righteous means to live right with God. It means to live right in right standing with God. Amen? Listen to what Proverbs 12, 2 says. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. But a wicked man, but a man of wicked intentions, he will condemn. A good man obtains favor from the Lord. God favors a good, righteous man, but he condemns evil, wicked men. He doesn't appreciate it. Why? You know why? Because evil, wicked people hurt his creation and he doesn't appreciate it. Don't touch his son or his daughter. Come on, say amen. Amen. All right. God favors the righteous. Joseph received favor. Why? Because he was a God-fearing man. Listen, obviously, he didn't allow his brother's rejection, betrayal, to cause bitterness to set in his heart. He forgave him. Obviously. You know what? Joseph never turned his back on God and said, God, you said you were going to, and look where I am. I believe Joseph got blessed because, the, because he kept his heart right with God. Amen? Listen what Genesis 39, 6 says. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Take one of the zeros out of Goodly. And that's what you got to live your life like. Amen. Hey, I believe whenever you do the right thing, when nobody's looking, God will bless your life for it. Amen. When nobody's got their eyes on you and you choose to do the right thing and not steal from your employer, God will bless you for it. Amen. You can't go behind the scenes and do evil, wicked things and expect God to smile on you. He's going to have a scowl on his face. He don't want you to live and and give a door, give an open door to the enemy in your life. Amen. Joseph received favor because he kept his heart right. Jesus said in Matthew five and eight, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You know what the Bible says? That Potiphar saw the favor of God on Joseph's life. Listen, when God favors your life, people can see it. Blessed are those who have a pure heart, for they shall see God. You will see God working in your life. And so here's the formula. Godliness equals favor. Purity equals favor. Amen. Are you all with me? See, what is God doing? He's motivating and encouraging us. There is a benefit. To not falling into the traps of the of the of the world and the adversary that's trying to take you off the beaten path. There is a blessing that comes when you live right with God. It's the favor and it's people not supposed to like you that like you. It's getting a parking place when you shouldn't. Amen. So finally, to receive God's favor, we need to pray for and declare God's favor. Every day we should pray for God's favor. God, I pray your favor on my life, your blessing on my life. Amen. Listen what the psalmist said. Psalm 106 and verse four. He said, remember me, O Lord, when you show favor to your people. Don't leave me out. Don't overlook me. Don't bypass me. Whenever you look into the favor of people, hey, would you remember me? Come on, how many of you want your hand to be up? Amen. As he goes through the sanctuary and he goes and releases blessings on people. How many of you want to be on the front of the line? I want to be in the front. Lord, right here. Put your hand right here and go ahead and, and pronounce the blessing. Amen. And that's what David said. Hey, don't, don't forget about me, Lord. Place your favor on my life. The, prom, the psalmist prayed for God's favor and I think we need to. Remember that salesman? His friend asked him, how come you get salesman? He said, every day I pray for the favor of God. I pray for it. I, Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Listen, I know that I'm in a favorable position when I get saved and I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. But I believe God has more in store. Amen. Are you all with me? What you what you believe you receive. I'm believing for more favor. What about you? Come on. I feel like this is going against like falling. Come on, are y'all hearing me? I'm praying that God would favor you more. I'm praying that the lid's taken off of your heart and your spirit and God favors you in a greater way. Come on, quit believing the rejection from your life and start believing for more from God. But God, but God, you don't know. I'm the last on the totem pole of my family. It matters not. It does not matter where you are. God wants to put you on the front of the line. Why? Because he's a good daddy and he loves you. That's why. Amen. Because he's a good daddy. The enemy tries to make us believe that our God didn't love us. Amen. Come on. Every day we should believe for God's favor. Every day we should declare God's favor. In Job twenty-two twenty-eight, 28, you will declare a thing and it will be established for you. Declare means to decide or make up your mind. Come on, can you decide today? I'm going to walk in the favor of God. I'm a candidate for the favor of God. If I was a heathen, if I was a wicked person out there in the throes of darkness, then I should not have confidence for the favor of God. But I got born again. I got saved. I got my sins washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm not perfect, but my heart and my desire is to live for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So I qualify for the favor of God. And if your sins have been forgiven, you've been born again. And you're trying to live your life for the Lord. You qualify for the favor in the hand of God. Amen. Y'all with me? You're receiving this today. Amen. Every day, declare Lord, I thank you I'm receiving preferential treatment today. I'm thanking you, Lord, that the snobbiest person on the globe will like me. Come on, come on. That old cantankerous person I work with, Lord, they're going to like me. Come on, are y'all with me out there? I'm believing for preferential treatment. I'm believing for doors to open up that should not open up to me. But God is opening up those doors for me. I'm believing that God is opening up doors for you and you getting preferential treatment. Amen. Come on. And people that are against you are changing their mind and their heart and they're not against you anymore. They like you now. Why? Because it's a favor of God. Amen. Amen. I'm believing that you're receiving the supernatural edge on your life. I'm prophesying that. I'm believing that. I'm declaring that. I'm believing that. That you have an edge on life. And it's the supernatural touch and power of God on your life. You are a child of God. And the Heavenly Father is your daddy. Amen. I want to close telling you this story. Years ago, I worked in the oil field. And I went out on the rigs. And, you know, there was a reputation of a, an oil field uh, company man. That when you got on his rig, you might as well just, you know, get prepared. It was going to be a long day. Amen. It wasn't going to be nothing like heaven. Fill in the rest of the blank, right? And so I remember I I pulled the shard straw. I got to go do a job on this man's rig. And so I'm, you know, I'm crying out to God on the way. And say, oh, Lord, help me. I get on the rig. And sure enough, everything that was said was true. I got on that rig and he saw me and I'm a service hand and he's a company man and he said, You got your equipment, boy? And then I mean I'm, you know, I say, Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh yeah. Get, get make sure that thing works you better be ready whenever. Yes, sir, uh-huh, yeah. It's like, oh my Lord. I went in my I went in my bunkhouse and I was like, goodness gracious, they didn't tell me half of it. And so then it come time for me to, you know, to go through, get back with a company man. And I get up, I show up in his office and there was another, another guy there. And he said, hey, Menard. So you from Erath? I said, yes, sir. I sure am. Is your dad D.L. Menard, a Cajun musician? Yes, sir. He is. The company man said, really? I said, yeah, man, I like your dad. I like his music. I said, oh, Really? He said, Hey, there's an empty bunk right here. Why don't you come bunk with me? (laughs) No, no, you're not, you're not serious. Come on, go get your lunch. Even I got some questions for you. I'm telling you, I got the royal treatment. Listen, you know why? Because my daddy, I didn't deserve the favor. I didn't earn the favor. I got the favor because of my daddy. Can I tell you something? You didn't earn the favor. You don't deserve the favor. But your daddy, your daddy has favored you. Your daddy will favor you. Are you hearing me today? Come on, stand up with me and declare the favor of God on your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. Lord, that you're releasing your favor over this body of believers today. I thank you that your anointing, God, is being released. Lord, thank you, Lord, the stinking thinking is being broken. Thank you, Lord, that people are getting preferential treatment. Thank you, Lord, that their enemies are being at peace with them. Why? Because the favor of God. Open doors of opportunity. The smile of God on them, Lord. Business where business shouldn't be. Doors opening up, Lord. God, I pray right now, the hand and grace of God on every family, every home, every child, every daughter. Lord, I'm believing that right now that God, you're changing people's mindsets and they're not looking for failure. They're not looking for defeat. They're not expecting their life to go down. But they're beginning to believe for their life to succeed. They're believing their life to be blessed. They're believing their life to turn around from this day forward. I declare right now in the mighty name of Jesus, you're releasing your grace over this house right now. Thank you, Lord. The good hand of God is upon this church. I'm believing that favor is over Family Life Church, God. All the provisions are met. All the resources are here. I'm believing that health is in the house. That wholeness is in the house. I'm believing that success is in the house. Lord, businesses are prospering. Lord, that you are releasing great grace on marriages and family relationships. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, you're turning things around for your people today. Lord, I believe it that you crown us with honor and favor. You, cl- you crown us, Lord, with your goodness, Father. I believe it. I declare it. And I pronounce it over the people of God today. Now, listen, if you here today and you don't know for sure that you're a Christian, you don't know for sure that if you died, you would go to heaven, then you need to make sure. And I want to pray for you. That God would forgive your sins and then you would get right with God so you could be in a position to be favored. If that's you, raise your hand and I want to pray for you. Say, Ty, would you pray for me? I'm here at church, but I don't know that I'm a Christian. I want everybody here today to be in position to be favored. And all you do is accept forgiveness for your sins. Raise your hand. Raise it high. Now just bow your head with me. This This is an act of faith. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? If you do, say, yes, I do. Do you believe that he shed his blood so that your heart could be cleansed? If you do, say, yes, I do. Are you willing to surrender your life to his lordship today? If you do, say, yes, I do. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come humbly before you and I acknowledge that I need you. I'm a sinner that needs His sins forgiven. Lord, would you forgive me? Cleanse my heart. Wash my life of all impurity. I want to live uprightly. I want to live in righteousness. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Come into my life and take control. Take charge, Lord. I want to live the Christian life. And I want to live in a favorable way. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Are you expecting to be favored? You know, I heard somebody say one time, you know, why You know why do you always go park in the back? Well, I don't expect a, a parking place up front. So now I go up front looking for a parking place up front. So now I'll probably run into you, right? Come on. Do you believe God loves you? Do you believe God wants to bless you? Yes, he does. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Have a great day.